back in the box this time. Uh, the label says it's time to open the guitar files again, and we have a long way to go with them because we've only just got as far as the letter C. Uh, thanks, incidentally, for nice comments on uh, the 67th Hotbox and for the, and indeed for the extra show which we did celebrating the music and life of Chick Corea. Both, of course, they are still available should you wish to visit or revisit. So anyway, guitars in C. Well, straight away we have one major artist on the schedule. The man who, while not inventing the electric guitar in jazz, he first demonstrated its potential and was really something of a genius. The extraordinary Charlie Christian. was solo flight 
probably the most famous recording by Charlie Christian that was recorded back in 1941 with the Benny Goodman Orchestra. I'm sure you recognise that, for which uh, he worked at the time, alas, for all too short a time since he died at the very young age of just 25 That recording was in fact made almost exactly a year before he died. He died of complications resulting from tuberculosis and who knows what he might have accomplished had he lived longer. As it is, he's regarded as an important precursor of the bebop style of jazz, which came along just after him, and not to mention his influence on blues and ultimately on rock and roll. He is in fact a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll certainly have some more Charlie Christian later, but uh, right now we'll catch a player who loved Dublin. Indeed, he made a sort of album here, but this is not from it, I hasten to add. This is with Gary Burton.
guitarist Larry Coriel uh, as a member of Gary Burton's quartet with, of course, Burton on the vibes. Steve Swallow was the bass player and Roy Haynes was the drummer. The song was called Ballet, written by the British musician Mike Gibbs and was the opening track of one of the finest recordings in Burton's huge catalogue of recordings. It was called Duster. He regarded this quartet as perfect and it's easy to see why. 1967 was the year, by the way. Um, a great solo from Larry Coriel, and indeed from both Burton and Steve Swallow as well. I really love that track. If we have time, we might aim for another Coriel example, but I thought we might just shock you a bit now by including Eric Clapton, a blues guitarist, of course, and I think it would be entirely wrong to exclude the blues stream from the big river of jazz guitar. As already mentioned, Charlie Christian was highly influential in the development of blues guitar, uh, so I picked a track from Clapton's huge gig at the Royal Albert Hall back in the early 90s when he had with him two other icons of the blues guitar. One of them fits neatly into this programme of the C-Files. He's called Robert Cray, the other being the great Buddy Guy. I don't really need to give you the title of this one because Clapton sings it. And don't ask me which is which guitarist. I've really no idea, except obviously uh, Clapton leads it off.
Eric Clapton with Robert Cray and Buddy Guy uh, taking solos, I think in reverse order. If you know better, uh, email me please, donald at jazzisland.ie. That was from the Royal Albert Hall, I think 1990 or 1991. We'll have a complete change of pace. Nigel Clark, a Scottish-born guitarist, but certainly no stranger to Irish audiences. He made a fine album with the singer Colette Cassidy a couple of years ago. Nigel's an acoustic guitarist and I've chosen a piece from his 2011 solo album which is called Under the Stars, highly commended by the way. Uh, It's a really lovely album and strangely I selected yet again the opening track. Uh, It's a Joe Pass original, it's dedicated to the Spanish guitarist Paco de Lucia.
acoustic sound of Nigel Clark. I looked up his website just now to see if he had any upcoming gigs or if he was coming to Ireland, but uh, alas, lockdown maybe. Uh, getting him down, getting a bit less down and more up in the future perhaps, but he says he has no gigs in the pipeline. Well, we're at a quietish moment in the programme, so let's go to the guitarist Nels Klein. Yes, he is an American. I know he sounds like he might be Dutch, but he's not. Uh, comes from Los Angeles, in fact, and he's is in his 60s now. Uh, a recurrent theme of the guitar files uh, I have found is the wide expanse of musical taste and style that so many guitarists enjoy combining pop and rock gigs with jazz from all angles, and Klein is one of those. We'll stick to his jazz persona, though, playing a duet here with the guitarist uh, we'll doubtless be checking out when we get to the letter L, Julian Large. Here they are with a piece called Blues 2. That's two spelt double O, not W-O. <laughs> Thank you. 
Nels Klein there with Julian Large. Blues 2 was the title of it. Uh, Nels was named 82nd greatest guitarist of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. I think I'd be vaguely offended by that if, if I were judged 82nd best. Never mind. He's been on a huge array of albums, all styles. So as like so many musicians uh, that we feature here, Uh, and uh, our jazz program he probably has to do sessions in all styles to make a good living because as anyone can tell you making a good living out of just jazz is pretty hard work well steve cardenas we'll listen to next he's been around a particular area of jazz typified i guess by steve swallow paul motion charlie hayden ben allison and he's also an educator in new york although he hails actually from the Midwest. I've picked a track from Paul Motion's electric band, which I like. I hope you do too. It's a monk composition, Rooty Tooty.
Thelonious Monk's Rooty Tooty from Paul Motion's Electric Band, featuring the guitarists Steve Cardenas and Kurt Rosenwinkel. Steve Swallow on the bass, the leader on the drums, and Chris Potter and Chris Cheek were the sax section. Uh, Cardenas was the second solo, uh, I say, I think. Um, I base that on style, but uh, the record doesn't offer me any opinion on that, so I may be wrong. I do know I'm not wrong about the next one, though. It's from Philip Catherine. Thank you. 
I Concentrate on You from Philip Catherine's album Plays the Songs of Cole Porter, 2011 he made that. Now, Philip Catherine, I, I use the English pronunciation, but he is Belgian, so I should really be saying Catherine, shouldn't I? Uh, Carol Boley on the piano, Philip uh, Herbst on the bass, and Martin Vink on the drums. He's been recording since back in 1972, and after a stint at Berklee College in Boston, he, he teamed up with Larry Coriel for a while, who we've just heard from. Um, he also occupied a seat in Benny Goodman's orchestra for a short while when Benny was in Europe, a seat that was also occupied by Louis Stewart for a while. His pedigree uh, includes Charles Mingus and Chet Baker, and he's been very much recorded in the last 39 years. In fact, I counted 32 albums as a leader. Maybe we've time for a second piece by him. His, his, his from the same album. This is In the Still of the Night. <laughs> Thank you. 
Philip Catherine in the still of the night. Tasty. I thought we might sample some more Larry Coriel, and I checked out the recording of his last appearance in Dublin, but I I really wasn't too happy with the sound of it, so uh, we have to head for his 2005 album, which was called Heavy Feel. I dare say uh, maybe there's a slightly Irish influence piece, I don't know. Anyway, this is called uh, River Crossing. See what you think. Larry is playing acoustic guitar and uh, grunting quite a bit, and George Brooks is the soprano sax. Let's make a record here. One, two, one, two, three, one, ready, go.
Larry Coriel with his uh, own composition, River Crossing. That's from his 2015 album, Heavy Feel. Uh, Matt Montgomery on the bass and George Brooks was the very nice soprano saxophone. Well, we've come close to the closing of this little hotbox devoted to guitar players filed under the letter C. Of course, there are plenty of guitar players in that file that we haven't played. Al Casey... Dave Cliff, the English guitar player, Eddie Condon, Al Keola. He was, he was one of those ubiquitous players that I referred to, played in all styles. And he was on a wide range of recordings, from Elvis Presley through Sinatra, Sarah Vaughan, Dinah Washington, Barbara Streisand, among many others. Then there was Larry Carlton, too, another with a wide range of styles. I say was, I'm still, he still is, I'm glad to say. And uh, I had intended playing him, but for some reason the machinery wouldn't play ball with the recordings that I have, so we'll have to forget him. But all of that brings us full circle back to the massively important Charlie Christian. And we'll close out with two tracks from him. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was the much-quoted track uh, where there was clear evidence of a move by Charlie Christian towards bebop and away from swing, so I guess no surprise at the title of it, Swing to Bop. I should say it wasn't the whole track, obviously, as you could hear, it was going to go on. Uh, the amazing Charlie Christian. And we'll really play out with a piece I've always enjoyed, uh, created completely impromptu by members of Benny Goodman's band when the leader himself was a little bit late arriving. They called it, appropriately, Waiting for Benny. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you have been, thanks for listening.
side, 10 seconds.